Bonjour, amigos. Welcome back to the fishbowl. I'm Bob. That's Fish B over there. The bass guitar. Sound a good Fish B, as always. Today is going to be a little bit different uh, by necessity, and we're just going to do the best we can. Uh, my hunch is you saw the title when you pressed play. Chapter 481, A Tiny Show of Tiny Thoughts. And we're just going to do our best. We are committed to that. But we are human. We're having some issues today. And we're going to see what happens. A Tiny Show of Tiny Thoughts. The first tiny thought. With the passing of Ruth Bader Ginsburg, the outrage over Republican hypocrisy in nominating, confirming advising and consenting Supreme Court justices in the Senate. That, that's wasted energy. You, you can't rag on a politician for being a hypocrite. Politicians and hypocrisy go together like sipping tea or coffee and looking out a window. It just happens. But we also need to prepare. There's a very good chance... For the rest of our lives, basically, America will have a 6-3 hard-right Supreme Court for the rest of our lives. And the ramifications that has on human rights, civil rights, all kinds of things in this country that need to be reformed, uh, it makes me queasy, makes me real queasy. So the Democrats are already talking the next time they have all the power. The House, the Senate, and the White House, what they're going to do is expand the court from 9 to 15. But that leaves a bad taste in my mouth, and I think it's going to leave a bad taste in the mouths of, of, of most Americans. An idea I think is more palatable is the idea of term limits for Supreme Court justices. We could go on all day about how the fuck the Supreme Court became such a political fucking thing anyway. It's not the Supreme Court's not supposed it lifetime appointments. It's not supposed to be political. But it it clearly, clearly is. Uh 10-year term limits seem absolutely appropriate. Because a 6-3 hard right Supreme Court doesn't 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 line up. It doesn't jive. Uh, with where the uh, collective conscious of uh, this nation is at currently. So. Yeah, I'm moving on to the next thing. I'm, I'm moving up my next, my my next, my next tiny thought. That's all they are. Just a tiny show of tiny thoughts. Yesterday was obviously an emotional affair. My psychiatrist, who I talked about with today, you know, via Zoom, because that's how we do it every Tuesday, three to four. Uh, my psychiatrist actually thought it was a wonderful thing I did by honestly discussing how often I am in a mental space where I don't think I'm alive and that plays some fucking crazy fucking tricks on you. And I'm still not 100% positive. I, I, don't, I don't know. And you feel like everything that you're experiencing are the experiences of a dead person and, and you're constantly bombarded with, with like, like a metaphorical and rhetorical hammer uh, to the temple that none of this is real. It, it, it's very, very strange. But my psychiatrist says that, that, that I'm not alone 
And for many people, it's such a deep, dark secret. They never tell anyone and they just suffer all alone. And they're basically never able to form emotional bonds with anyone because they're not real. They're just, they're just other ghosts. It's, it's strange. It's, it's real, real strange. Fish be real. Yeah. Okay. All right. Sorry. Uh, there is, there is just uh, just one question uh, as part of today's tiny show of of tiny thoughts, and the question is, how did you? Oh, this piggybacks off uh, off yesterday too. How did you end up the least successful, most impoverished, and loneliest person you know? There's a few explanations here uh, of how I ended up this way. The least successful, most impoverished, and loneliest person I know. Um, As mentioned before, I'm a ghost and none of this is real. Or, you know the expression, and it's like an old maxim, we've all heard it, someone's told it to us at some point, if you don't have your health, you don't have anything, and... Maybe that's the real, just, just when my health started to collapse, probably about the year of 2006, and I, I, I did everything, 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 and fought and fought and fought, and then eventually uh, was declared legally disabled in a court in Rhode Island in 2013, um, I believe. So, and... and if it, if it if it was just two things I could I could de- I, I would be okay but but I I can't deal with uh, a broken spine a broken mind and a broken heart like all of the same time like I'm tough enough to take on two of those things at once I can handle them I can handle it I can do it but dealing with all three consistently at the same time over time it just, it just slowly grinds you down, or, or, or it can. It certainly can. Some days, like today, it's um, it's overwhelming and uh, it it's exhausting. However, once again, the question: How did I end up the least successful, most uh, impoverished, and loneliest person that uh, anyone knows? That here, here, here's the however. My story is is still being written. This. This isn't the end of the road. This is this is just a chapter. This is this this is just we're just in an area between between rest stops or cities or somewhere. This is just in between. The story is a, is still being written, and then, and I think this is important. If I could just throw this out there for the good of the group, how do you define success? Do you define success by? the volume of assets that that you've acquired and your bank account and its commas you know is is that success or or is success being in relationships or it, i'm not sure how i define success but i know uh, despite dealing with uh, with quite a bit uh, at times um i think the fact that i still 
fucking fight like every fucking day and genuinely and sincerely every single fucking day do the best I fucking can. And to me, that's a success. No matter what gets thrown at me, I just keep trying. I just keep grinding. And we'll see where this road text takes us. Excuse me. I almost said Texas. I'm not sure we want to go to the Texas. Uh, my next tiny thought in a show of tiny thoughts is uh, my brother got me the best birthday present ever, ever. Best birthday present I ever got. You know how my favorite expression is from Sponge, or my favorite quote, excuse me, and expression, but my favorite quote uh, from Sponge is from SpongeBob SquarePants. And SpongeBob says, I believe in my imagination I can hold a rainbow. And it's such it's such a strange phrase, but then you think about it, you're like, yeah, of course, like in your imagination, like I'm doing it right now. In fact, SpongeBob's to my left, also holding a rainbow. And the fact that our imaginations can do that, I just, I just love it. And I, and I love everything about SpongeBob. Just, just, just optimism all around that, uh, that SpongeBob. But my brother, uh, he got me like a toy figure, like SpongeBob. It's like five inches high, but in between SpongeBob's hand, he's holding a rainbow. I know Fishbeat. It's dope as fuck. I, I put a picture of it on, on Instagram. But greatest present uh, uh, that, that I've ever got. Uh, birthday was, uh, was Friday. Uh, yeah, RBG died on my birthday. Uh, uh, but Saturday, we had, we had a family pizza party. We got Domino's, because Domino's has, has the best sites. I love all the breads, and I love dipping them in things. Like the jalapeno bacon uh, 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 bread. Oh my god, that's so much to die for. That's so good. It's, it's fucking Domino's, but it's fucking delicious. Um, he, here's what I learned, other than I got the best present from, uh, from my baby brother um, at, at this Saturday pizza party. Uh, just tiny thoughts. Uh, my grandma thinks Dancing with the, tar- Dancing with the Stars, uh, replacing host, that's her favorite fucking show, replacing host Tom Bergeron with Tyra Banks is the worst decision in the history of showbiz but then when I asked her if she'll still be watching, she says, yeah, she'll be watching. It's, it's her favorite show. My grandma, we were watching, uh, watching basketball on Saturday, and of course the court has Black Lives Matter written on it, and my 94-year-old grandma, and we're all going to take this with a grain of salt because she's 90-fucking-four. She just comes from a different... Fu- she, was, she lived through the Great Depression. She has stories about the Great Depression is how old she is at... Uh, at 94. I mean, fuck. Her oldest grandkid just turned 45. She's old. But in response to seeing the Black Lives Matter on the basketball court, uh, Grandma says, don't all lives matter, which is the old person response. But don't worry. I talked her down. I gave her a bunch of examples. And, uh, and, 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 now, and now she agrees. She's cool. I also learned at the pizza party that the official CFO chief financial officer of Bob's Fishbowl, um, who's always been, this is very interesting to me, uh, he's always been like, like a Wall Street Journal, uh, a Chamber of Commerce, uh, a Republican, uh, enthusiastically voted for Trump in 
2016 and has been enthusiastically uh, uh, defending uh, the president uh, and this house uh, since. But no more. No more. He uh, He's not going to vote for uh, for Grandpa Joe, but we're in Washington State. We're not a swing state. But he's not going to vote for Trump. He's not going to write someone in, but he's going to find another candidate on the ballot and uh, and vote for them. So a, li- a little anecdotal thing that uh, that's not good. That's, you lose my CFO, who's all about the bottom line. Uh, that's not uh, that's not good for Trump. Another uh, tiny thought on this tiny show. I mentioned that my kids got me Crocs, like the sandal shoe, like yeah, Crocs. They're great, very comfortable uh, uh, for my birthday. And a difficult decision: uh, Do I ever fucking wear these things out of the house? Cause, cause for years kind of pride myself on always having like a nice pair of like Nike shoes on. I can't afford like other nice things like cars and houses and done not into jewelry, but, but, but one thing I've always kind of been able to have is at least like a pair of clean shoes. Cause at least I know how to clean them. Um, I didn't plan on wearing the Crocs. I planned it on using the drive or, or the, the drive up. And then they, they bring out your prescriptions to you at my pharmacy slash doctor's office, but they were doing like a food drive, which is great. I applaud them for doing that, uh, where you park. So, so I had to go in and, and I saw, you know how sometimes when you're approaching a glass door and, and you see your reflection in it and, and I saw my reflection and I saw my feet wearing Crocs and it, it just didn't look right. I got a bunch of new buttons for them. Uh, they came with, or my kids got me, like uh, like uh, superhero ones and and some Star Wars ones, which are great, like the buttons you put on your uh, your Crocs. Uh, today I upped that. Uh, the order arrived from Amazon. I got a bunch of uh, a bunch of SpongeBob, a bunch more Star Wars stuff, and a bunch a bunch of Minions. If you like Despicable Me and the Minions, I fucking love me some uh, some Minions. So wore the Crocs out of the house for the first time. Yeah, it's a tiny show of tiny thoughts. That's a tiny thought. Wore the Crocs out. Tiny thought. Uh, Next tiny thought. Today is the first day of autumn, which means Rhode Island, which of everywhere I've lived in America is, is probably my favorite place. And how many people do you know that have lived in California, Washington State, New England, and Florida? Like I've lived like in all four. All four corners of the U.S. and Rhode Island is, is just is just magical. It's about fall in Rhode Island, fall in New England. Uh, all the foliage, all it's so fucking gorgeous. But then winter is hell depressing because there's no pine trees, so there's no green. It's just just a bunch of very very cold big trees with not a leaf on them. But for the next couple months, just fucking gorgeous on this uh, first day of autumn. Uh, it's also, it's also, uh, Taco Tuesday, which I think is a good sign because in all of culinary history, the authentic Mexican taco is the most perfect food mankind has ever produced. Plus today is a a 22. A lot of people consider the double deuce a lucky number. So hopefully, 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 uh, autumn goes better than summer and spring did. Hopefully, fingers crossed. And uh, one last uh, tiny thought on this tiny show. 
I dream of one day making a show. Clearly today isn't the day, but but one day, you know, we just got to stay after it. I dream of one day making a show so beautifully weird, just beautifully weird, that the mayors of Austin and Portland get into a fistfight over which self-proclaimed weird city gives me my first key to the city. That's my dream. And then Fish B's dream is uh, to have his own Wikipedia bio page. That's when Fish B thinks uh, he knows he's made it, when, he, when he's made it uh, to Wikipedia. Yeah, yeah, Fish B, that was my last, uh, that was my last tiny thought. A Tiny Show of Tiny Thoughts, Chapter 481. Sounded nothing like any show we've ever done before. And I think that's okay. Had to happen today. Uh, Fingers crossed Mantis is prayed. Uh, Tomorrow our our health will cooperate uh, a little more. But until then, I love you. Fish B loves you. Come on, Denver Nuggets. Win a basketball game. We'll find out what happens. Adios, amigos. Good job, Fish B. Good job.